welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time from the Superbook Sports Studio. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook app today, and they'll match your first bet up to $1,000, win or lose. There's no better place to wager than the Superbook Sports app. True Math Fitness, download uh, the True the Mind Body app today and get signed up for your first workout free at True Math Fitness as a Middle Tennessee resident. They've got great group classes, personal training, and an open gym. Membership options available to you at TrueMathFitness.com. And the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress. The Ashton team will put you in a position to succeed, just go to GaryAshton.com for more info today. So, Titans making two signings, I think actually three signings, since we last met uh, with the uh, additions of two linebackers and an offensive lineman, uh, Al Shire. Aziz Al Shire is the biggest of these acquisitions, I think, thus far, and uh, one who I think is going to have or pay the highest dividends for the price point, uh, although we have not seen contract details reported on them just yet. So Aziz Alshair um, is one of the best or is a member of one of the best linebacking cores, if not the best linebacking core in football. Uh, he was on the San Francisco 49ers and certainly was a big part of what made them so special um, because he's a rotational player only for reasons because he's stuck behind Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw, who are both pro bowl level players, all pro in the case of Fred Warner um, did have to play because uh, both of those guys experienced injuries throughout the course of the, uh, of the last couple of seasons. And what we have seen from Al Shair as injuries limited uh, guys like Dre Greenlaw for quite some time is breakout seasons, performances that indicate that Al Shair should be able to uh, play a role as a starter in a defense. Then there's the other 49ers acquisition, uh, Brunskill, the offensive offensive lineman who grades out as a uh, as a versatile piece. He's played right guard, center, and some tackle, uh, viewed in San Francisco as a quote-unquote super utility player. Uh, I'm reading some information that has been tweeted out, uh, that by uh, Paul Kaharski, who's got a little bit of info there on Brunskill. I'm lo- also looking at some clips from Mike, uh, or rather from Jeff Schwartz, who broke down some film of Brunskill going back a couple of seasons and is, uh, you know, within the 49er system, playing at a very, very high level from the, uh, from the tackle spot, right tackle in particular. So he's versatile. He is somebody who will succeed within the system that Rand Carthon and Mike Vrabel are looking to run. And both of these acquisitions address two critical needs. Now, um, I think that I can ask you the same question today as I did last night on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, if you would be so kind as to uh, participate, if you would like to. How would you grade the Titans through two days of free agency? We did the same thing last night. Now with two days under our belt and the official start of the new league year tomorrow, how would you grade the Titans through day two? of free agency. It's your Two Rivers Ford take. We'll talk about it together right after I remind you that Two Rivers Ford makes your Two Rivers Ford take possible. They also have made the car buying process fast, easy, and fun for 40 years. Two Rivers Ford 
will always sell non-specialty new Ford vehicles below MSRP and will always go above and beyond to make sure that you enjoy that car buying process. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So, how would you grade the Titans free agency through two days thus far? C for Rick Bates, uh, B for Kyle, Steven, and Alan Jamar Coleman, giving them a slightly above average grade of a B plus. Kyle Beeman, C minus. Uh, C for AJ for A Jensen, Nate Torres, and Jibo both give the Titans a B thus far. If I had to put a grade on it, I uh, I went with a B minus yesterday. I think I can stick with a I think I can stick with a solid B. Uh, for what they've been able to add, now a super versatile offensive lineman um, who can probably start for them in some capacity. They have added a starting inside linebacker who will come at a relatively inexpensive cost, although we are awaiting the details, the reported details on what a deal for uh, Al Shire will look like. I think that uh, with a tackle, a special teams linebacker it, that will be, you know, that is viewed as a defensive prospect a a player who has more to offer on defense uh in the Cowboys special teams linebacker who they added and you'll forgive me I need to find that uh report from Todd Archer who lists his name specifically uh, a lot of different transactions in the NFL today as well that have been worth noting but looking at uh looking at the additions that they've made so first with Andre Dillard then you see the signing for the uh, special teams linebacker, whose name, Luke Gifford, a uh, two-year deal worth up to $5 million with the Titans, uh, led the Cowboys in special teams tackles, and apparently coaches in Dallas believe he could handle a larger role on defense. So Luke Gifford uh, after that. Then you have the addition of Al Shire, and then tonight Brunskill, the offensive lineman, who will uh, who will provide both depth and starting capability to this Titans group? So I think a B is completely fair at this point. And while they do still have more needs to address, they're doing exactly what we knew they needed to do. They're trying to find ways to win at value. We don't know how all of these moves are going to pan out. We don't know that all four of them will uh, will be as effective as they do project right now. There's no way of knowing that until they play a game or play a couple of games and we see how everything works cohesively, offense, defense, and, of course, special teams. But I think that uh, I think that the more that you look at this, you see the vision um, and you understand the kind of price range that the Titans are going to be in. Still uh, assets to, uh, to use on wide receivers, potentially a blocking tight end, depending on how they view uh, the classes uh, at both of those positions. I still think that both of those positions weren't a draft pick as well as uh, a, including additional draft picks on the offensive line. Still need some pass rush help, and I think they could do with a uh, with a veteran corner option at this point, although this is a fun corner class if they wanted to take one, not knowing what Caleb Farley's future is going to be. So I think a B is fair for the Titans in free agency at this point, but we can continue to take your grades on them here in just a second. I'll remind you that the primetime show is presented by TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch. Get your fitness goals started. Get shredded for summer. That's what TrueMath Fitness wants to give you the opportunity to do. They helped me lose 52 pounds. They helped me get back into good physical condition. But now 
We are working on a new goal to make sure that I can get my body fat percentage down to maintain that weight loss. It's a, it's a very interesting science to understand the way that they go about formulating these goals and readjusting your fitness plan, but that's what makes TrueMath Fitness so special. It's affordable with great options, membership options for you at TrueMathFitness.com. And if you just want to try it, your first workout is free. As a Middle Tennessee resident, just go to TrueMathFitness.com and get your new way to work out started today. So, um, I think there's a, a lot of different ways that you can look at this. Because I saw a lot of people in the, uh, we did the A to Z Sports Instagram questions. By the way, the Lions are signing former Bears running back David Montgomery, according to Tom Pelissero. Um, So transactions continuing to trickle down, despite it being 9.30 Eastern. So I look at the uh, I look at a couple of different situations here, and I, I see the questions or the comments about why are the Titans being so cheap? Couldn't they have uh, Couldn't they have uh, spent more? Couldn't they have gotten more name brand commodities, for lack of a better term? Could they have not found uh, more splash plays, essentially, given the calf space that they freed up in free agency? They could have done some stuff like that, but ultimately, I don't think that's the goal. The goal is not to win free agency, and I think. You know, understanding that you want your team to be in in play for star power, you're going to have to generate that star power more organically at this point because, as Mr. Jones correctly says, they have just so many holes to fill. Now, uh, CFB with Ash on YouTube asks, do they still go tackle at 11 now? Maybe wide receiver or edge? I don't know. I think it lessens the pressure on them to take a tackle um, at 11, but I do think, you know, I think best player available always in the first round. So if that best player is a pass rusher, you know, I wouldn't be crazy about the idea of corner because I do think they have a, a, a fairly competent starting secondary if Elijah Molden is healthy. Um, but I think, you know, whether that's a, whether that's a tackle, uh, a wide receiver, an outside linebacker, an edge player, whatever the case may be, I think best player available is always, um, always the strategy that you take in the first round. Now, uh, drafting for need with so many needs, you know, it, it can be debated as to uh, can be debated as to whether best player available isn't just going to fall in line exactly with their needs, and that's all well and good. But I do think that uh, I do think that they have so many different needs at this point, and I don't think that the offensive line moves made the two of them. Uh, what you have now in Dillard and Brunskill, I don't think that should outright um, eliminate the Titans from taking the best offensive lineman on the board at eleven, because um, certainly that's something that still is in great need of work at this stage. Uh, let's talk about the quarterback carousel um, and evaluate the most interesting landing spots for quarterbacks thus far. Ask you the question on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. What's the most interesting quarterback signing at this point? Give me your response, and we'll talk about it together in the comment section um, because there's a lot of different quarterback moves that obviously could affect the Titans um, given what they currently have, their current situation with Ryan Tannehill. So what's the most interesting quarterback signing so far? Uh, give me your response on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We'll talk about it together right after I remind you that Superbook Sports is your place to wager no matter what season it is. Spring training, XFL, college basketball about to unfold in its highest form. Superbook.com 
is where you get the best odds, boost, and promotions on your favorite major sports. So download the Superbook Sports app today. Go to Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So, uh, what's the most interesting quarterback signing so far? So, to look at a look at a couple of different situations uh, in the NFL right now, and we'll uh, pull up the full list of quarterbacks that were available in NFL free agency. Uh, SpotTrack does, I think, a, a particularly good job of tracking these assessments um, and uh, and making sure that they distinguish between players who are available, pay up players who are unrestricted free agents versus restricted free agents, and all the different ways that this stuff can get broken down. So we know the guys who were available initially um, but already signed, guys like Derek Carr. Lamar Jackson is technically a part of this free agency class, uh, but you know he cannot begin to speak with teams. Teams cannot offer him a contract until the league, the new league year begins tomorrow at 3 p.m. So looking at the quarterbacks who are available right now, um, less interesting because largely the quarterback signed class has come through. Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo, Taylor Heineke. You saw Andy Dalton get a deal in Carolina today. Then you start to trickle down to the likes of Sam Darnold, Case Keenum, Mike White, Jared Stidham, and Nick Mullins, who is still out here in the league getting it done. Good for Nick Mullins. So which of those quarterbacks are most interesting at this point? Jose says Jimmy G is wild, but makes sense. They want to go quick passing game. Uh, Dean Buckwalter says Roger B. Rogers being even more of a bitch. Well, I, uh, you know, Aaron is um, certainly taking his time and he's holding the Jets hostage, which in theory kind of holds the Titans hostage too, because the Jets make the most sense to get Ryan Tannehill if the Aaron Rodgers situation falls through. Although the Jets are... Uh, which we'll get to later when we get to gone viral. The Jets are signing free agents as if Aaron Rodgers is coming to play for their team next year. I'll explain what I mean more by that here in just a second. Card of the Saints says wrecked. Andy Dalton to Carolina, uh, who of course has the number one overall pick and um, will probably be a stopgap starter at best for a team who is looking to upgrade their quarterback situation and finally solidify that a little bit with the best quarterback prospect in the draft class, whomever they consider that to be. But I think that uh, I think that the player that most intrigues me, I'm almost always going to go with veterans in this spot, um, veterans who have a proven track record. I think there are still some interesting names out there uh, for quarterback acquisitions, but ultimately Garoppolo in Las Vegas kind of catches my attention, especially given that they traded Darren Waller away today. That is Jimmy Garoppolo. It really was no secret over the course of the last couple of weeks that the Las Vegas Raiders, who have Josh McDaniels, who was there when Jimmy Garoppolo was thriving in New England, this was no secret that they had interest. It was really a matter of, was this what Jimmy G was going to want to do? And would they be able to reach a deal? This came quickly. The Raiders made an offer, as they had been planning to do. They talked back and forth. Jimmy Garoppolo realized this was his best landing spot. This was his best chance. To start, this was also his best opportunity to come in and play right away in a really good system. He gets a three-year deal with a base value of $72.75 million, $24.25 million in year one. This also does not preclude the Raiders from drafting a quarterback in the first round. Remember, they have the seventh overall pick, but at least they have a starter now in Las Vegas. So they do have a starter, but now they don't have a star tight end because they just traded him to the Giants. Um I think that Jimmy, 
Jimmy Garoppolo for 22 and a half million dollars a year is fine. The Raiders could still theoretically get involved in the quarterback draft, as can the uh, the Seahawks, for example, who signed Geno Smith to a similar size deal. Geno got a little more money there, closer to thirty million uh, on average on an average annual basis. But uh, certainly, both teams trying to figure out their starting quarterback spot. Uh, that's the deal Tannehill should have gotten paid when we signed him. Says Major Keys. Listen, I you know I don't. I've told you many times, I don't care how you feel about Ryan Tannehill. You're you're all going to have opinions on him one way or the other, right, wrong, or indifferent, and you're entitled to. Uh, Of course, that's the case. But I think that, uh, you know, Ryan Tannehill making an average of $27 million a year, if you don't think that Ryan Tannehill is worth $5 million more a year on an average annual basis than Jimmy Garoppolo, then I simply can't help you in the assessment of your quarterback situation. Ryan Tannehill has done you an incredible service. Ryan Tannehill has served a purpose. Ryan Tannehill has also come up short in big spots. There is no denying that. But to sit here and bitch about the Ryan Tannehill contract with Jimmy G is the thing that you're holding up next to me, I just think is completely and totally asinine and ignores what exactly the two players have done on the field. I know Jimmy has played in a Super Bowl. I understand this. But Jimmy Garoppolo is a far more limited player at the position than Ryan Tannehill is. And I just don't think people understand how big a difference that makes. Either way, uh, we'll see what happens with the Titans quarterback situation. Jimmy G played in a Super Bowl, Buck. I know, Eric, I've just said it myself. I understand the uh, I understand the laziness of the argument. Jimmy played in a Super Bowl. Jimmy is also the reason that they lost the Super Bowl because he missed a couple of throws that a quarterback like Jimmy Garoppolo is going to miss from time to time. So you can debate the merits. Uh, you can debate the merits of Jimmy Garoppolo actually making it to a Super Bowl than ultimately costing them the Super Bowl uh, if you're going to do the argument that way. I just think it's such a lazy hamster wheel type of argument, especially when the comparison is going to be Jimmy G. Respectfully to Jimmy, who's made a great career, made a lot of money for himself, and certainly will continue to do so in Las Vegas to his credit. That's, I'm not knocking Jimmy for um, not being better than he is. It's just the nature of the quarterback situation. Um, Okay, so moving forward, let's do a gone viral video having to do with NFL free agency. The question that I'm going to ask you on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, when we talk about best available offensive linemen, Taylor Lewan is a name that keeps getting tossed out there. Now, he hasn't uh, retired at this point. He's still available as a free agent. Um, but the question that I'm going to ask you is, will Taylor Lewan play football in 2023? Because right now I'm not certain. Uh, we'll get into that right after I tell you that the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage will give you the Intel edge you need to succeed. Go to GaryAshton.com for that Intel edge that will help you sell your home without any showings or stagings, help you find your next home while you sell your current one in this red-hot Nashville real estate market, and help you win the buyer battle and cash in on your home equity right now. GaryAshton.com is the team that your favorite teams trust. So make sure you don't sell without the intel and use the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. Um so when you look at the uh when you look at the uh situation for Taylor Lewan released by the Titans 32 I think he's going to be 32 by the time the next NFL season begins. Uh, I will fact check that quickly. Um, at this point, I know Taylor is in his thirties by now, but he may not be. 
Okay. Yeah, he'll be uh, he'll be 32 by the time the next season starts. So 32 years old in 2023 because uh, he'll turn 32 this July. Does he play in the NFL again? Um, you know, right now it doesn't necessarily look like it. I know he's working out. Um, and apparently so do a couple of his friends like George Kittle, who was on Theo Vaughn's podcast and just did a quick bit about Taylor Lewan and his 5 a.m. workout and uh, both took a shot at a guy that I know that they both call friend. I was talking to Taylor Wan today. He was like, yeah, my workout started at 5 a.m. I was like, why? That's great. Yeah, why? Especially if you're just going to get hurt every year and not even play. (laughs) (laughs) Disrespectful. Incredibly disrespectful. Uh, Now, he can, he's, he's down to, I heard he's down to 271, which is, I mean, Taylor, Taylor is almost at my fattest. Taylor almost weighs right now as much as I did at my fattest. I was 248. Taylor's 271 um, at 6'7". I think he's, he's damn, I know he's over 6'6". Um, but I think that, uh, I think that when you look at Taylor's circumstance, it's going to be, I think there's going to be offers and um, it won't be difficult for him to put the weight back on. I know he's getting to a point where he can lift at a more normal rate at this point, but yeah, uh, when you've got your friends uh, taking shots at you like George Kittle and Theo Vaughn just did, <laughs> it seems to be fairly telling for everybody about ta- what Taylor Lewan might be doing in 2023. I was talking to Taylor Lewan today. He was like, yeah, my workout started at 5 a.m. I was like, why? That's great. Yeah, why? Especially if you're just going to get hurt every year and not even play. So that is courtesy of Theo Vaughn's podcast, uh, Lewan, having to uh, get back in the game, maybe at some point. Meanwhile, he's uh, he's doing a great job with the podcast. All right, that's going to do it for us tonight on the Primetime Show. We'll talk more free agency, I'm certain, tomorrow. We'll see what moves end up getting made. Um, uh, there's going to be a lot of different information coming out over the next 48 hours, so we'll do the uh, the Primetime Shows on Wednesday and Thursday. Radio show on Thursday and Friday. I don't know. Uh, I know that this is an internet show, no, so not all of you are based here in Middle Tennessee, but if you want to come hang out with the radio show on Thursday and Friday, we're going to be broadcasting live from two different party foul locations. Thursday, party foul in Murfreesboro. We're going to be doing the show, watching March Madness games. We hope you guys will come hang out with us if you are around in the Murfreesboro area. If you're in Cool Springs on Friday, we will be at the party foul there watching March Madness games. So we hope to see a lot of you guys uh, on Thursday and Friday if you're faking sick to watch a little tournament basketball the way that I know some of you guys tend to uh, do from time to time. So uh, Thursday in Murfreesboro, Friday in Cool Springs, both party foul uh, is where we will be, uh, and we look forward to seeing you guys out there then. Meanwhile, have a great rest of your evening, and I will talk to you tomorrow on the radio show starting at 10 a.m. on 104.5 The Zone. See you guys. Are you surprised to hear that? Certainly not. The first year we took it to the limit. And I was in Miami with my new beach house. Well, it was a couple minutes from the beach. It's been 20 years since then. We haven't been too strong in the last few years. Oh, we've been strong. We're just playing by the rules. You can't have a newcomer come in and steal a show.